Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing the thought of the day. Guys, well, last time we talked a bit about the story in Scripture where the guy let go of his cloak and went up to Yeshua and received his sight. And we talked a bit about how the process of him letting go of what he had, letting go of his uh, source of security, letting go of what had sustained him up until that time, letting go of what he knew uh, actually unlocked the next phase and the next chapter of his life for him. We talked about how this principle relates to wealth and, and I really want to continue on in the same vein. And and the theme of our discussion today is this, it's, it's the concept of attachment, attachment. Okay, so when when I was early on in my walk with Yahweh and just going through those sort of initial phases of of letting go of things. One day I was walking past um, a garden and, and this was in, in Jeffreys Bay in South Africa. I was walking past a garden and this little plant, like it must have been, I don't know, about 30 centimeters high, no, no bigger than that, just caught my attention and it just felt like Yahweh saying to me, look again, go look closer look twice, you know, go and have a look at what's going on here, which is, it sounds completely odd, but it ended up being one of the most powerful revelations I've ever received. So anyway, I, I go and inspect closer and then I see that around this plant is wrapped in a, another plant, but you couldn't see that it was another plant until you came closer because the, this other plant was the same color as the plant. And actually, the, the plant that was wrapped around the other plant was, was a weed. And if you just glanced at it, it would look like it was exactly the same plant, but it was, it was foreign to that plant. And not only was it not the same plant, it was choking the life out of that plant. It was a foreign entity that was wrapped around it, choking the life out of it, but it tried to blend in. It would look, it looked like it was blending in. And so if you were just glancing at it, you'd think, look, this is exactly the same plant. So anyway, this was, this is really odd to me. And then the father said to me, just real clearly, he said, there are some things in your life that you think are you, but they're not you. Not only are they not you, they're choking you. Right? And he showed me through the picture of this plant that there were some things that have blended in that I had believed were, were a part of who I am that had limited me, restricted me, and hindered my growth. And that's, that's really the main point I want to make here. The attachment of that plant was hindering the growth, or rather, let me say this, the attachment of that weed to the plant was hindering the growth of the plant. So here we are, this foreign, this foreign entity wrapped around it, try, trying to choke the life out of it, blending in. And it was just such an incredible picture to me because after that, I went through a phase of letting go of so many things, letting go of certain relationships, letting go of certain mindsets, um, where previously I was so attached, so attached to everything that 
I thought was me, so so attached to everything I believe, so attached to relationships, so attached to my own perspective, so attached to what I believe to be true based on my upbringing and my experiences. And one of one of the first things that um, Yahweh asked me to do after that was go and give away all your clothes to the homeless. So at this point I was 18, 18 or 19 years old. And one of the biggest attachments I had at that time was to my image and my clothes and how I, you know, like to look all the all the surfer gear and, you know, I'd saved up all my money to buy nice clothes and the branded t-shirts that cost, you know, four or five times more than just a normal t-shirt. And and I had a cupboard full of really nice clothes that, that were my pride and joy. And so he says, go and give it all to the homeless. And what he was dealing with was my sense of attachment, right? My sense of attachment to something external for a feeling of of security, for a feeling of value. Right? Um, the, the other thing he told me to do is go and shave your hair. And again, um, I was attached very much to, yeah, my image. And so... I don't need to go too much deeper into into that aspect of it, but what I'm saying to you is that in the subject of wealth, in relation to wealth, oftentimes it's not about us, you know, just trying another angle or trying another business or trying a now it's you know crypto's on the rise, so I need to get into crypto, or I you know so and so is doing property, so I need to do property. Oftentimes I find that what catapults us into a place of wealth is not so much trying something different or trying something new, and although that is important, uh, what what oftentimes we need to do is let go of something, right? It's not about just adding something to what we're doing, but it's subtracting something from what we're doing, right? And this this can be summarized in the concept of attachment, right? So. So let's look at some of the things that we can be attached to that, you know, potentially could be harmful to us. Um, you know, the first and most most powerful area is the area of beliefs, right? And I did a whole podcast on on beliefs and, and how they influence our lives. But let's say you grew up with a certain belief that, um, you know, being wealthy is a bad thing. Being rich is a bad thing. You know... Oftentimes we grow up in an environment of scarcity. Scarcity and fear are linked. And where there's, where there's scarcity and fear, we will never enter into uh, a flow of wealth in our lives. At least not, at least not true, true wealth. So when you look at this concept of, um, of scarcity, fear, you might have heard statements like this, filthy rich stinking rich you know money doesn't grow on trees all these sorts of statements if you grow up in an environment that you've got to work hard for your money right all these all these beliefs what happens is at a subconscious level we come into agreement with these things and when we come into agreement with them it gives them the ability to operate and to function within our lives so why is this important? Because if at a very deep level you've been influenced by statements like this, right, 
then your subconscious mind informs your conscious mind and, and it just limits the opportunities that you see, the connections you make, the goals you set, the, the types of things that you believe to be possible for you. And it, it restricts you, it limits you, it chokes you, just like that weed that was wrapped around the plant that I talked about. This belief is a very, very, very dangerous belief. Beliefs that are rooted in scarcity. And, and scarcity um, really says this. It says, there's, there's not enough. I am not enough. It, you know, it, it's hard. Um, it comes from a place of, of friction, force, hard work. Uh, and... There's just so much more available to us. There is so much more. And, and, and the thing is, if you believe that to be true, it will be true for you. Even though it's not true, your belief of it as truth will empower it to function in your life. So, so the, you know, that's just one, one, of, one of the areas is the area of belief, right? Um, let's look at another belief, Okay. This gets drilled into children all the time. It was drilled into to me and others where, you know, you need to study really hard so you get good grades so that you can get entrance into university so that you can get a good job. And and what that what that belief, uh, what what this messaging does is it enforces a belief within us that sets us up and prepares us to work towards a place where we exchange time for money, right? It, it, it ingrains in us um, the feeling that this is the future that we're working towards, right? And oftentimes, this can be so restricting for people, especially people who, you know, have um, have entrepreneurial giftings and who are very creative and think outside the box and who are innovative and who like to try something new, and yeah, sort of yeah, just not not sing from the same song sheet. So again, that's a that's a belief system that sits within us, and if we've come into agreement with it, then we will find ourselves restricted with it. Is it bad to study? No. Is it bad to get a job? No. But if that's the, the, the option that was drilled into us through a sense of fear, whereas if you don't do this, then you won't have a job, right? So it sets us up to get to a place where not only do we aim for, but we expect um, to be in a position where we exchange time for money, right? So the other thing that people tend to get attached to is, is a sense of failure, right? They may have tried something and, and it didn't work out. And so now there's this record of failure that sits within them, right? Um, you know, they'll attempt this thing, it doesn't work out. They'll attempt the next thing, it doesn't work out. And so now that belief of failure just gets reinforced and reinforced almost to the point where it's pretty much guaranteed where it's pretty much expected and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and a repetitive pattern of failure and so yeah that sense of failure gets people to a point where they expect others to treat them a certain way they expect um yeah for their business not to work out for their idea not to take off and so oftentimes these are things that we need to let go of 
again, sometimes parents have experienced a sense of failure and will project that onto their children. You know, I tried this business once, it failed. I invested this money once, I lost it. I did this once and this went wrong. Do things go wrong? Yeah, absolutely. Do things sometimes not work out? Absolutely. But what I'm saying is that there's an unhealthy attachment oftentimes that people have to a sense of failure either directly in their own lives or in in the lives of their parents or even grandparents where there's a fear-based story that's introduced you know don't invest in shares you can lose your money don't partner with people you can't trust people you know don't do whatever because of reasons x and so so we have to really investigate what are some of the stories that that we're attached to or rather that are attached to us that have been choking us another attachment is you might be attached to a job right where you out of a sense of fear you don't know i don't know what else i could do don't know where else i could go i don't know how how else i can make money and so now you're you're stuck and you're attached to something that you know, perhaps it's not good for you. Perhaps it's not congruent with the nature that Yahweh gave you. And perhaps it is the right thing for you, but if it's not, you know, then it's our own sense of attachment out of fear that oftentimes keeps us bound to a place with people that we're not meant to be with doing something that we're not meant to be doing. Yeah, and and, and really... In a place of restriction and limitation out of fear, we're, we're attached to something because we see it as our source of provision when Yahweh is our source of provision and is perfectly capable of repositioning us into something greater. But it's our own sense of fear and attachment that keeps us bound to where we are. Sometimes an attachment or an unhealthy attachment can be a relationship. You know, um, that is keeping you restricted in a certain place and yet again out of a place of fear we we maintain our attachment to it so really you we could go on and on talking about the different things that we could be attached to that are unhealthy for us but really my message is this what is there in your life potentially that you are attached to that's limiting you restricting you holding you back that you need to let go of, that you need to unwrap, that you need to break agreements with, that you need to unravel from from your thinking, from your life, from your environment, from your heart, from your attitude, from your approach. Say, Father, show me what are the things that I need to be letting go of? What are the things I need to be doing differently? Uh, So yeah, I bless you with that and uh, hope you have a good day on your end wherever you are. And guys, we'll talk next time. Cheers.